Hello, you're listening to the Cassandra Mac podcast, where we maximize success and de-stress from the mess all through a biblical lens. Make sure to hang out until the end. I have a special prayer that I'm going to pray just for you. When you get a moment, stop by the website, CassandraMacMinistries.com. Check out our books, inspirational mugs, hoodies, and t-shirts, all designed with your mental health in mind to inspire you to live your blessed life. If this is your birthday month and you are a July birthday baby, happy birthday to you. Where are you listening from? What country, what city, what state? Don't forget to let me know in the comments so I know where we're connected. What's going on in your city and state? Let me know, let me know, let me know. Thank you to all of you who support this podcast and who support Cassandra Mac Ministries with your financial offerings and donations. We could not do what we do without your consistent generosity. I thank God for you and my prayer for everyone who supports this ministry is that God may continue to bless you richly. Shout out to all the members of the Cassandra Mac YouTube channel. If you are not yet a member, there are some amazing things that come with being a member of the Cassandra Mac YouTube channel. So check it out. Today's podcast is being sponsored by the I Choose to Live Blessed collection. This is a collection of t-shirts, hoodies, and mugs that remind us to choose to live blessed and not stressed. It's available at CassandraMacMerch.com. On today's episode, we're talking about four types of people you should never become close friends with. This is going to be done in two parts. Today is part one. Next week will be part two. Something my grandmother used to say and my mother in uh, what they said was, choose your friends wisely. And my grandmother would say, you know, birds of a feather flock together. And my mother would always stress the importance of choosing your friends wisely. And this line of thinking is actually biblical in nature. And I'm going to give you the scripture in a moment. And it is important to choose your friends wisely because during the course of your life, you're going to meet a lot of people. You'll encounter different people through school, through work, just in your coming ins and going outs. And sometimes people can present nice, but you really don't know someone's character, what is in their heart. And so when you take the time to choose your friends, you're being intentional about who you allow in your inner circle, who you allow access to the intimate parts of your life. Speaking for myself, I am very intentional about who I allow in my life. I don't allow people to just run up in my life and be my friend. Now, I extend love to everyone, right? We are supposed to walk in love. And I do my best. I'm not perfect. None of us are perfect. We all fall short of the glory. But there is a difference between walking in love and being friends as far as close friends. So everybody is not welcome in my home. I don't know you like that. So it is important to be mindful because you don't know people's intentions. You don't know people's agenda. And so be mindful of letting people run up in your life just because they say they want to be your friend and you know nothing about their character. You know nothing about whether or not they're a gossip and they stir up strife. You know nothing about whether or not they deeply struggle with envy and insecurity. It's going to be hard to be friends with somebody if any time a blessing happens that they can't rejoice with you and they want to uh, you know, talk about you. That's going to be hard to maintain a friendship with someone like that because there's no trust as a foundation. Do you know if they're emotionally stable or not? So these are things that are, are, are 
going to be key factors in making a decision as to whether or not you want to open up your life to an individual. And here's the thing about friendship. People don't have to agree with you. Nobody has to agree with me about what my choice is about who I allow in my life and my home. Doesn't matter if they don't agree, they don't like it, I don't care. And so you have to be very, very clear about what's important to you. So with that being said, I want to share four types of people that you want to be mindful in terms of trusting them with your friendship. And then we're going to dive into why. So this is what the book of Proverbs says, chapter 12, verse 26, verse 26. It says, the righteous choose their friends carefully, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. So the scripture is stressing the importance of choosing your friends carefully because bad company corrupts good character and it is easy to be led astray if you are the parent of a teenager think about instances where maybe your teen got in with the wrong group or you know of a teen who got in with the wrong group and maybe your teen was on a positive path going to school uh, doing what they were supposed to do then they got in with the wrong crowd and now they're drinking smoking getting high cutting class and so it is easy to be led astray, right? Even as adults, we may think it is not, but sometimes peer pressure uh, can really be a stronghold unless you are able to withstand that. Something as simple as uh, being around someone who is being nasty to you and you are trying to focus on growing in the fruit of the spirit, developing your character, it's going to be hard to do that if someone is being mean and nasty because they can easily pull you out of character and have you cuss them out and go for broke and read them for filth because of the things that they're saying to you that are not nice. So you see how easy it can be to be even led astray from the things you're working on, your goals. Sometimes astray also means just being led uh, in terms of off your path, being distracted. So if you are focusing on your goals and you're trying to better your life and you have someone pulling your life in the direction of drama and nonstop, uh, nonstop uh, confusion, that is leading you astray from your goals and the things that you're working on. And so you wanna be mindful and intentional about choosing your friends. So today we're going to talk about two types of people that you want to be mindful about trusting with your friendship. And then next week we'll discuss the other two. So the first type of person is someone who is hot tempered. You want to be mindful and you don't really want to make friends with a hot tempered person. Here's what the Bible has to say about that. Proverbs 22 verses 24 and 25 say, do not make friends with a hot tempered person. Do not associate with one who is easily angered or you may learn their ways and get yourself ensnared. Ensnared means like a trap. And so again, I'm going to use the example of a teenager. So let's say that you have a teenager who becomes friends with someone who is hot tempered and easily angered. It is very easy for that teen to be ensnared in a situation that can go south real quickly, even if your teen is not hot-tempered simply because of the person that they're associated with. So let's say, for example, the teen is associating with someone who is uh, involved in gang activity and they have, uh, they have an issue with another gang member. And let's say the members of that gang are looking for the gang member 
and for whatever reason they don't see him but they see your teenager and they're like oh that's that's so-and-so's friend yeah they be together all the time or that's so-and-so's girl you can easily that teenager can easily find themselves hemmed up in a situation that has nothing to do with them simply because of who they allowed uh, to be friends with them, who they chose to be friends with. So people may choose you, but that doesn't mean you have to accept their choice. Now, I'm not saying to be mean and judgmental. Of course not. We are supposed to walk in love, right? But walking in love is not the same thing as walking in close proximity, hanging out together. And so you can pray for anyone, but that doesn't mean you got to go to the places that they invite you and hang with them. So that's really what I'm talking about in that you don't have to always have someone in their home or be in places and spaces that can put you at risk. So you want to be mindful of making friends with someone who's hot tempered. Maybe you're an adult and you have a friend who somebody looks at them a little too long. What you looking at? Why are you staring at me? What's the matter? Why are you looking? And you're like, oh my gosh, why can't we go to brunch or the comedy club? Or wherever we try the fashion show, wherever we going, without you getting into some sort of provocation with somebody. You, you, she just looking or he's just looking. Why got to be a fight over some eyes? Why? Like, like I'm cute. I don't want to get beat up and my face cut up because you got to be involved in craziness all the time. And so when you are around somebody who is hot-tempered, Things can go left south. You cannot predict to the uh, last detail how a situation is going to unfold because you don't know how the next person is going to react. You don't know if the next person has a weapon. You don't know if their people are near and all it takes is a phone call to say, hey, I got problems with so-and-so, I'll be there in 10 minutes. And now it's, it's 10 of them and two of you and you're in a situation that's, that's not a good situation. And so do not make friends with a hot-tempered person. Do not associate with one easily angered. So this doesn't mean you can't share the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. This does not mean you cannot share your testimony. Those are two different things. But sharing your testimony is still not the same thing as hanging out with someone who you know is involved in real negative activities or who you know pops off in a heartbeat and they can get you associated with some things that have nothing to do with you but just by the fact that people know that y'all are close associates you can be hemmed up in a situation that may not end well for you so be mindful of that your life your choice do you but there's a reason that the bible tells us do not make friends with a hot-tempered person do not associate with one easily angled or you may learn their ways and get yourself ensnared. You can get yourself ensnared in situations that you didn't sign up for. You were like, I didn't sign up to fight. I signed up to go enjoy the comedy show. I didn't sign up to uh, have this other uh, provocation. I signed up to just have brunch. Why we got to fight because she looked at you the wrong way? Why? Why? We groan. Ignore it. She didn't put her hands on you. Lord, as she don't leave, you're good. So you want to be mindful of that person who is hot-tempered. The second kind of person oh, that you want to be mindful, that you really don't want to get into close friendship with, you want to be choosing your friends, is a person who is envious. 
and I speak a lot about envy and not just envy, but a lot about things that oftentimes are not spoken about in church settings, because sometimes as believers, we can naively believe that because we are doing our best to walk with God, that everybody else is, is, is the same way. Or we may believe that because we are trying to do what's right, everybody else is trying to do what's right. And that's naive and that'll get you end up in situations that may not work out well. So it's better to be discerning, right? Better to be use wisdom to navigate different situations. And so this is what the Bible has to say about envy in James chapter 3, verse 16. It says, where there is envy and uh, self-seeking, there's confusion in every evil work. For where there is envy and self-seeking, there is confusion in every evil work. So when you are friends with someone who is envious, anytime a blessing happens to you, they're going to have a problem. They're not going to be able to rejoice when you rejoice. The Bible says rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. But when a person is harboring the spirit of envy, we can all have a thought of envy and a passing feeling of envy. But that's not the same thing as harboring the spirit of envy and having the personality trait that it's now a full-blown characteristic and personality trait. It has, uh, it has shifted from being a passing thought to being a full-blown uh, a full blown character trait. So where there's envy and self-seeking, there's confusion and every evil work. Envy is a murderous spirit. This is why when oftentimes a person is envious of you, they will slander you. Slander is a form of character assassination. Why do we call it character assassination? Because the person is attempting to murder your reputation. So you got to be mindful of being friends with someone who cannot get past their envy, who is unwilling to put their envy on the altar and allow God to help them work through that so that they can get envy underneath their feet and overcome it, right? So if they're not willing to do that, how are you going to maintain a close, trustworthy friendship? Because where there is envy, not only is there confusion, but the Bible says there's every evil work. People have murdered people over envy. People will set people up over envy. So you want to be mindful of making close friends. So if you have a close friend who is envious of you, it may be time to reevaluate that relationship. You know, my uh, grandmother and both my mother used to always say that the people in your life do one of three things. They lift you up, keep you where you are, or bring you down. It is worth going through the names of the people who you consider to be your closest friends, the people you spend the most time hanging out with or talking to. And next to each name, just asking yourself, is this person lifting me up, keeping me where I am, or are they saying and doing things that are bringing me down? And be specific. And this will help you to assess and evaluate whether or not you need to remain close friendships because sometimes it is time to come out from among people. This does not mean that you don't have uh, forgiveness. You can forgive someone harboring no resentment, wanting the absolute best for them, hoping they find their happy place. But you also know that you cannot walk together. Amos 3.3 says, can two walk together? Amos 3.3 in the Bible can two walk together except they be agreed. So if you are agreeing to walk your life in the direction of peace, in the direction of joy, in the direction of your goals, your dreams, in the direction of trying to walk in love, in the direction of 
trying to move forward in the things of God and you have someone who's walking their life in the direction of constant conflict, uh, envy, all kind of controversy, all kind of negativity, you're not even walking in agreement. And so they're going to pull you in a direction that is not conducive to what you were trying to do and pursue with your life. Now, your life do you, but it is worth it to reevaluate some of those friendships and also ask yourself, when I think about the people who consider me a friend, am I lifting them up? keeping them where they are or do I say and do things that bring them down and if you find that you say and do things that bring people down who consider you a friend put that on the altar God I don't want to be the type of person that brings other people down help me to be a better friend if need be and sometimes it's a issue of becoming a better friend and sometimes it is an issue that you have outgrown each other so it's not always an issue of being a better friend so it can also be an issue that you have come to the conclusion that you're starting to see certain things within this friend that don't sit well with you. Like you see, oh, they're envious of my growth or they constantly gossip about me. And there's been too many instances where I have told them something in private and it has gotten back to me. And even if I choose not to confront them because I don't have the time to invest in arguing with people about their free will and their personality, I do understand that this is not going to be a good friendship fit for me because they don't know how to safeguard people's secrets. They have no integrity regardless of what they say out their mouth because my personal business has gotten back to me. And so that is not the, an issue of you not being a good friend. That is an issue of you seeing that they're not a good friend and you're choosing to step back. But then make the clean break if that's what you're going to do. So with that being said, these are two types of people and then next week we'll get into the other two types that you want to be mindful of. Remember, a hot-tempered person, they can get you ensnared in situations that you didn't sign up for. You signed up to go to the comedy club, to go to the car show, to go hiking, wherever you're going. You did not sign up to be fighting every time the two of you go somewhere together. And the older you get, usually you're trying to drive your life in the direction of your goals, peace, joy. You know, you want a peaceful life, not a life full with, filled with conflict. And then second is envy. Remember, where there's envy and self-seeking, there's confusion in every evil work. So a lot of times the reason why you're finding yourself on the receiving end of all kind of he say, she say, they said, who said, confusion is because you're dealing with somebody who's harboring the spirit of envy. So if somebody is harboring, harboring the spirit of envy, there's going to be confusion. You're going to see inconsistencies and you may feel confused. But remember, God is not the author of confusion. God is the God of peace. So if you don't have peace in that friendship, you don't have peace. Like, you know what? I really can't relax in terms of telling this person the good things going on in my life because they always find a way to try to one up me or they always try to find a way to rain on my parade so i really can't be at peace in my success and my level up with this friend that's the issue because god is not the author of confusion god is a god of peace if i can't be at peace that uh when i tell you something in confidence because i'm vulnerable or i'm going through a sad or bad situation and you got to get on the phone and say well girl let me tell you what's going on with so and so don't say nothing don't say nothing and then they get back to me 
You can't keep your mouth shut. That's the issue. I can't be at peace and rest in this friendship because you're a liar and you're not trustworthy. And so when you're dealing with that personality type, you got to be mindful that that's not going to make a good friend. Doesn't mean that if you have history, maybe you have history. Doesn't mean that you don't have love for them. Doesn't mean you don't wish the best for them. You want to see them shine. You want their goals and their dreams to come true. But you realize that we can't walk together in close friendship. We can't do that because this is not healthy for me. So only you know, but these are some things to think about. And remember what it says in Proverbs 22, 24, 25. Uh, do not make friends with a hot-tempered person. Do not associate with one easily angered or you may learn their ways and get yourself ensnared. And it's easy to learn their ways because it is but so much that somebody can, let's say if they're hot-tempered towards you and anytime they get upset, they're taking it out on you, they yell at you, they talk to you crazy. It's but so much that somebody could talk to you crazy and you're not gonna learn their ways. It's but so much that you could call me out my name, but you can't call me out my name, I'm just saying. Or you could call me out my name or you can say and do things that I find disrespectful and I'm gonna do my best to try to stay at peace. But at some point, you may take me out of character and I, and I may let it rip. And so for me not to go there, I can't be friends with somebody who doesn't know how to control their temper. It's, it's for so much any human being could take. It's for so many times a person can call you to be work and you're like, hold up, wait a minute. It's for so many times that a person can keep talking to you crazy and disrespectfully and you're like, hold up, wait a minute. So it you will learn their ways over time, meaning they will pull you out of character and have you behaving like them. So for it to not even go there, it is best not to make friends with someone like that. And then remember what it says in Proverbs 12 and 26, the righteous choose their friends uh, wisely. So when you are really uh, walking your life in the direction of righteousness, you are doing what we here at Cassandra Mac Ministries call focusing on the five G's. You are focusing on God, your goals, your growth in all areas, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, when you are focusing on your greatness, unlocking your potential, your gifts, your talents, and bringing God glory through how you live your life, you want to make sure that you are choosing your friends wisely so that the people who you choose to do life with are people that sharpen you like iron sharpens iron rather than people who try to dull your shine, break you down, and bring you down. So again, it is your life. You get to choose who you're going to develop close friendships with and who you know that you know that you have to say to yourself, you know, uh, I have to keep them in the category of keep it moving, right? The keep it moving category. There are some people who will be in your inner circle. Some people will be in your circle of associates, meaning we know each other. When we see each other, hey, how you doing? Whatever you say, a little small talk for two seconds and you're going about your business. And then there are some people in the keep it moving category. You say hi, you say bye, and you keep it moving. So be clear about where people fit in your life because everybody that run up in your life is not called to be your friend. It's not called to be your friend. And the older I get, the less I want friends and I want purpose partners. I want purpose partners. People who want to join me in purpose and who have the character the integrity, the emotional stability, and the trustworthiness for us to be able to walk together in agreement to build 
things that are going to bring God glory. So be very intentional about your relationships if you want peace and you want to focus on the things that are a primary priority to you. And a natural outpouring of connecting with people who are purpose partners is you will have the support. You'll be able to support one another. You will be able to rejoice when each other rejoices. When I think about my closest friend, one of my closest friends today, we started out as prayer partners and uh, two of my closest friends. And it's interesting because one is significantly younger than me, like a little sister, and one is significantly older than me. We're not even in the same age range. We're a generation apart. My friend who's significantly younger than me, who's my prayer partner, and my other friend who's like a big sister to me, is, uh, we're, we're, about, uh, we're about a generation apart. And sometimes uh, people who will become good friends to you may come in a different package than you initially anticipated. Sometimes you may think it's the people you grew up with, went to high school with, went to college with, and sometimes you will outgrow some of those relationships. They'll be more like associates when you see each other. It's like, hey, how you doing? So nice to see you. You may catch up for two seconds. Maybe once in a blue moon, you may go out to eat, but, but aside from that, or get together, have coffee, whatever that looks like, you can fill in the activity. But then there will be people who you will talk to about your goals and your dreams, you will be a support system for one another. They will do the same thing for you. You can pray with one another. Uh, they can pray for you. You can pray for them. And even if we don't have the words, and I think about one of my close friends, as I said, who's my prayer partner. And uh, when we first started praying together, this was many, many years ago, uh, I didn't even really know how to pray. You know, but the thing is, my heart was in the right place. And I would just say, dear God, I'm not sure what I should pray for for my friend, but I just want the best for her. Now, her prayers were more elaborate than my prayers. You know what I'm saying? And over time, it grew. Why am I sharing that? Because don't look at the fact that somebody may be further along in their journey or someone may be at a different level in their journey because it's all about where your heart is, right? And so if, if, if your heart is in the place where you are, looking for someone to be supportive while you give support because it's give and give it's not being a taker where you are looking to uh help someone while they're giving you help you're looking to be there you're bringing trustworthiness you're you're bringing uh you know certain characteristics that you're looking for then the friendship can grow and evolve and then there were people who i was close to many years ago where we're not as close and i still have love for them but our lives have taken a different turn. And so be very intentional with who you choose to do life with. That's an important decision. Who you choose to do life with and who you choose to reveal your, your secrets to, who you choose to talk to. And even then, my grandmother used to always say this to me. She used to always say, baby, learn to keep your own counsel or take it to God. She drilled that in my head. And I never really got that when I was like 10 and 9. You know, I never really got that at that age. But as I got older, I really, um, and I started to see life, I understood what she meant because I would see friends who would fall out and they would tell each other's business, every secret. And I was like, that's a character issue. That's a character issue. Because if we were truly friends, even if we go our separate ways or we have a disagreement, your secrets should always be safe. 
and I'll even use a situation in my own life where I was very close to someone many, many years ago, back in, you know, many years ago, I was in my early 20s. And we had a disagreement. We went our separate ways. And when people would ask me about her, how's so-and-so doing? You know, I would always say, last I heard she was great. Last I heard she was doing fine. Never nothing negative. Never revealed her secrets. Never talked about her. And I could say the same for her. Nothing ever came back to me. And people would say, oh, I saw so-and-so. She said she was doing good. And we hadn't spoken to each other in years. And so this, this, this speaks to her character as well as mine. So really begin to think about that. Like if you had a falling out with a friend and they told all your business, all your secrets, that ain't your friend. Because even if you can't see eye to eye and you decide to go your separate ways for whatever reason, they're not going to be like, well, let me tell you this, 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 and then this happened to her when she was eight and this happened. No, they're not, they're not going to do all of that. They, 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 they might, they might just say, you know, you know, we, we uh, haven't been in touch, but I wish her so, so well. And they might not even reveal all that because really it's none of anybody's business. And the way that I felt when people would ask me about, you know, how so-and-so, it was none of their business, what our situation was, what was going on between the two of us was none of their business. I wasn't going to give somebody something to run with. And some people were asking out a genuine, just, you know, cause you, where you saw one, you saw the other. But the point that I'm making is that even with that, it, was still, it didn't take away from the fact that it was still none of their business. And so be mindful of that. Hold integrity, hold space for integrity for people, even when you go your separate ways, because that speaks a lot about character. So I hope you found that helpful. Next week, we're going to continue with two more types of people that you want to be mindful of making close friendships with, and we'll talk about why. And so with that being said, a couple of things that I want to make sure that you know, and then let's make sure that we pray at the end. So if you want to really begin to step into your winning season, and we've been talking about this, I would encourage you to pick up a copy of the book, Unleash Your Unstoppable. That is a book of prayers, strategies, and scriptures to help you transform your life for victorious living and to unlock more and more of your potential. If you want to really get clear on who you are in God, of course, the ultimate resource is the Bible. But in addition to the Bible, I would encourage you to pick up my book, Speaking Life Into Your I Am. That is a book that will really help you begin to affirm who you are in God. It's a book that takes 25 very specific scriptures that speak to our identity as children of the Most High God, and then it walks you through why it's important to affirm that scripture, how to affirm that scripture. So that speaking life into your I am. And this is a book that even though I'm the writer of the book, I pull it out whenever I need to just kind of give my confidence a little boost when I need to, you know, just give my self-esteem a little refresh. Sometimes we need a little refreshing of the self-esteem. I pull the book out. So it's a book that is meant to be used like a tool in your toolbox whenever you need it. So those are two resources that I have for you that I want to encourage. A lot of you ask, how can you advertise on the podcast? So maybe you are a Christian entrepreneur. Maybe you have a book, a podcast of your own, and you would like to leverage the reach of the Cassandra Mac brand to grow your own brand. You can check out how to advertise on the Cassandra Mac podcast. Go to strategiesformpoweredliving.com. 
click on the link that says advertising the Cassandra Mac podcast and you'll see the details there. Again, that's strategiesforempoweredliving.com, the company website, and uh, you'll see what to do from there. If you're interested in becoming a member of the YouTube channel, there are some awesome things that come with being a member. There are three levels of membership beginning uh, the first Wednesday of July. The first Wednesday in every month, I'm going to be doing a live mental self-care and well-being call where you can talk to me live on the phone. And uh, I'm going to be going over self-care uh, tips for mental well-being through a biblical lens. And uh, that will be for members of the YouTube channel. If you are a member at the second tier or higher, you'll have access to that. So there are a lot of good things that come with being a member. You can check that out by going to my YouTube channel. Click on any video, click on the button that says join, and you'll see that there are three levels of membership. If our ministry has been a blessing to you, consider giving a financial offering. Every bit helps with the ministry. Also, share the podcast. Share the link to the podcast along your social media network. Share the videos along your social media networks. If you would like more inspirational tips, tools, and teachings, you can always join me on Sundays live by phone for Church by Phone. For more info, go to our ministry website, CassandraMacMinistries.com, and you can follow me across social media. Those are all the ways to stay connected. So let's close out with prayer. Dear Father God, help us to begin to choose our friends wisely. Your word says in Proverbs 10 and 26, the righteous choose their friends carefully. Help us to choose our friends carefully, intentionally, and wisely so that we can build the kind of friendships where iron sharpens iron. We thank you for giving us wisdom in how to choose friends and in giving us wisdom in what type of friends to avoid. We thank you in advance for blessing us and keeping us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Have a blessed week. God bless you. I love you. Be a blessing wherever you go. Take care.